1: Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 2, verses 15 through 21. We're taking the Christmas story, the story of Jesus' birth, part by part. And the fact that it's not Christmas season maybe allows us to think about it in a new way or with a different set of lenses on. In yesterday's text, we talked about the angels praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Go listen to that one if you haven't listened to it yet. There's some great insights just in those few words that maybe we've never slowed down to think about before. So now we're continuing on in verse 15. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. I had to chuckle at that because it's kind of like, yeah, good idea. An angel and a multitude of angels came and told you this amazing story. And if that were to happen to me, when I'm standing out there in a sheep pasture taking care of sheep, I'd say the same thing. Like, uh, let's go check this thing out. So kudos to the shepherds for doing what I think every single one of us would have wanted to do. I think it's also worth noting that they say that the Lord made this known to us. It was an angel and a multitude of angels actually, but what they recognize is that actually the message the angels brought originated with the Lord. Verse 16, And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them verse 21 and at the end of eight days when he was circumcised he was called Jesus the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb so we're going to land on Mary treasuring and pondering these things in her heart but before that you remember that Luke is putting together an account for Theophilus some non-jewish guy to convince him that the things he has been taught about Jesus Christ are certain so we've seen him include a very methodical step step-by-step explanation of what has taken place leading up to and through the birth of Jesus. And he makes sure to point out that the shepherds found things exactly like they were told they would find things. In other words, the angel's message was trustworthy. In fact, this whole account, the book of Luke and his second book, Acts, are also trustworthy. You remember that Luke was not a disciple of Jesus. He was not an eyewitness of these things. He was a ministry partner of Paul and likely rubbed shoulders with some of the eyewitnesses. And in the the early 60s AD, within 60 or 65 years of this event, and within 30 or so years of Christ's death and resurrection, he's able to put these accounts together based on what he's heard from all these different sources. And speaking of sources, many scholars believe that Mary herself is the original source of the information we read in this text. Mary would have shared these details many times during Jesus's life with his friends and disciples and others who were interested or listened, and they no doubt got passed down through those folks to Luke. That's if Luke didn't have first-hand connection with Mary herself. We don't know. And you can see Mary's role as the biographer of her son to a degree taking place right in this text, verse 19, but Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. I don't know who among you that are listening have experienced the birth of a child. I've been in the labor and delivery room with my wife four different times, and it's an incredible experience. I think I'm correct in saying that three of our kids were Born around 7 or 8 p.m. Grandmas and grandpas were close enough that they could come up after the babies were born, see them quick, then everyone kind of gets tucked in after a long day. The lights go down, and my wife is laying in bed, recovering. I'm laying in a chair next to her, and we're just reflecting on what happened. What an incredible day. What an amazing blessing. The miracle of childbirth. The culmination of a nine-month wait. And my wife, who is a ponderer, by nature is certainly one who treasures these things in her heart and ponders them. But I got to believe it was at a whole different level with Mary. She's young. She conceived this baby in her womb without being with a man. She'd been told that he was going to be the son of the most high, the Messiah. She has no idea how this is going to play out the way that we know it's going to play out because we know the rest of the story. But it would be amazing to have access to the thoughts, the musings that Mary had as these events unfolded. God had done for her in Measurably more than she could ever have asked or imagined. I wonder if you take time to treasure in your heart what the Lord has done for you, to ponder the things that you've seen Him do in your life. I can tell you that I don't slow down very often. I don't get quiet very often. And I get to be part of a family, part of a few ministries, part of a business, part of some relationships and some other activities where I see the Lord's hand at work all the time. But I go, 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 go. I have a hard time slowing down to treasure these things and ponder them. One of the translations that Mary remembered these things. The people of Israel in the Old Testament always got in trouble when they forgot to remember who God was. The prophets always came and said, Remember, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Remember, remember, remember. Don't forget. Do not forget. But I'm a guy who tends to just go on to the next thing very quickly without stopping to ponder and treasure. And what speaks to me from this text is a lesson from Mary and frankly a lesson from my wife. Slow down and think about what the Lord has done. And even like the shepherds, glorify Him and praise Him. Don't be in such a hurry to get on to the next thing, to take advantage of the next opportunity. Unless you've given at least some adequate reflection, some time to thank and praise the Lord for what He's done in the midst of this moment, in this day. Maybe that speaks to someone else out there besides just me. Maybe we need to take a slow walk or a slow drive or spend some time alone in prayer, treasuring and pondering the great things that our great God has done in our midst. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day.
0: The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which has aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives